everybody, you did one hell of a job. And the only thing else I got to say is, how about them Cowboys? Yeah! It's Talking Boys with the Boys. Cowboys familiar. What's up? This is Talking Boys with the Boys, and we're back again with some of that Cowboys fuego. But first, a little business. Please take a minute to share and subscribe. Leave us a rating and a review wherever you find this pod. Five stars and a couple of sentences on why you love this pod will be greatly appreciated. And now, the conglomerate, the panel of homies, I'm your host, Adam Y, along with my co-host, Mark D, also known as Mark Stradamus D, also known as the illegitimate child of Buckaroo Banzai. And this is Andres, a.k.a. Treasy. What's Yay! up, my guys? Yes, sir, yes, sir. Let's go. Let's go. Here, well, season one of Talking Boys with the Boys is officially in the books, guys. And so is the 2021 Dallas Cowboys season. For us, as a podcast, there were so many highs and too many to list. As far as the Cowboys are concerned, we have an aftermath of chaos ensuing with ex-players to players' brothers and fans that are hurt and want to act like hoes out of control. But don't come at us with no bullshit. It's, it's not time for some soft shit. It's not time for soft shit, man. This isn't the fucking playground. Don't come on my Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter talking some bullshit. <laughs> come on. If you want to join the community and get hard... And see what you're about. Yo, how do you do it? No, let's fucking stop thinking so much and let's put the shoes on and get grinding. You do get some of that, though. There's some Fuck. comments that say, you know, this is terrible advice. Important oh my thing. God. <laughs> Block. <laughs> Delete. <laughs> you ain't on my shit, son. You're not going to last. Not on my side. Yeah. I don't want to hear that shit. There's a lot of people looking for built-in excuses. They are, man. They are. Mm -hmm. They're looking for it. Still waiting on that heifer, Julio. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. You're cool. Fuck you, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, bring us in with some Cowboys news, dog. What's good, Cowboys Nation? Look good, feel good, feel good, pod good. Let's eat, baby. Well, Jerry is out here talking as ruthless and reckless as Wendy Bird on a cocaine bender. I see some of y'all fans posting pics of putting your jerseys away and saying, see you next year. And fuck that. Here at Talking Boys with the Boys, we're obsessed with our boys. We wear our jerseys January through December. Shit, I'm wearing my Michael right now. There hey. is no off-season, mijo. There's none. Jerry's words got Eminem, Boy Wonder, and the Mighty Quinn all worked up with no climax. Well, will we see a will we see a coaching change, or will we see the same regime take another crack at it next season? Back to you, BB. Yeah, man. Only time will tell, fellas. Only time will tell, man. But let's let's jump into this thing, man. Now that we had time to reflect, let's get thoughts on the 2021 season as a whole. Well, I would say record-wise, we honestly were where we where I thought we would be in the preseason. I I, I did look at the schedule, mm -hmm. and I honestly did say 12 and five. Obviously, I had a longer run in the postseason. But, I mean, record-wise, we got 12 wins, swept the division, cool. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we, we, we beat some other good teams, lost to some teams that we should have beat. Um, but, you know, um, like I said last week, I mean, I'd be lying if I said it wasn't a disappointment. Like, in no way am I going to say that this season was 
a success or I'm going to like, you know, praise it. Cause I mean, we, we lost in the goddamn wildcard round. Like there's no way that, <laughs> I mean, there's, there's, there's no excuse that, that we should have been losing. Yeah. At least, well, the, I, at least in the wildcard round. <laughs> well, I think, man, I think that all the Cowboys nation after the debacle and the shit sandwich that we had to eat, the year previous to this one, we all sat there and we had hopes in that going into that season, right? I mean, a lot of us had Super Bowl aspirations. There was a national narrative. We've talked about all this going mm-hmm, into mm-hmm. that that treacherous season. So I think all of our cow- all the Cowboys, we kind of put, pushed pause on our expect- expectations once we saw the injuries take place, right? Yeah. And it just kind of got us all hot and bothered and ready. And I can't wait till Dak comes back and are we going to give him this? It, it was kind of like the season didn't happen. So guys got passes. Mike McCarthy yeah. got a pass. Kellen Moore got a pass. I mean, the defensive coordinator didn't get a pass, obviously, right? Gone, man. <laughs> Mike Nolan didn't get no kind of pass. But we got the mighty Quinn in, and we yeah. got a few mm-hmm. things rectified. Now, if you remember, Big Bro, you and I mm-hmm. have been discussing a few things, man. And in the preseason, I already had Eminem on the hot seat. Now, everybody's, going, everybody's going, well, Mark, what are you talking about? I mean, yep. don't you give him a mulligan for that season? In a way... But you see, I look a little past some of these things and I try to look at the inner workings and how he deals with things. And about the only thing that I took impressionable from the first season was smashing fucking watermelons. <laughs> smashing fucking watermelons, guys. Okay? So yeah. the accountability of where Eminem lies, that's my big problem for this season. And in, in the beginning of this season, I stated this. We had a question. So what does it take to get Eminem fired? I remember yeah. my big bro asked me that question. He said, mm-hmm. so what, is, what does it look like, man? What is this? Some people said, hey, a playoff berth gets him, an- gets him another season. Okay. Yeah. You know, hey, an NFC championship. Anything less than that, and I'm having Eminem's head. Facts. Okay. You know, mm-hmm. for me, I stated this. If, we, if we're ousted in the first round and we make a good showing, I'm talking about what y'all guys got last night yeah. out of the Chiefs. Okay? The Bills. And that <clears throat> game right there in the Bills, that game right there, if we came out and showed out like that, I'll give him another year. But if we came out and showed out like we did in this first round, I'm cutting his head off. That was me in the preseason. Yep. Those are I facts. I didn't want him back because there's something from a head coach's standpoint. This team is way too talented to just press, take the, 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 the play button off. I mean, the pause button, press play, and mm-hmm. for it not to go the way that it was supposed to go. 12 and 5 is a great regular season record. Hey, and guys, there's something else too. Mike McCarthy's a great regular season head coach. And he's a 500 playoff coach. Mm-hmm. Okay. Those are facts. And if you look at some of the trends that he's had in the past, because I start looking at stuff, man, I got a real, my brain starts going in a lot of different directions. And I like to look at a few things to get trends. I look at consistency, reliability, and validity. And one of those things, something that covers all those areas, penalties. Penalties covers all that, man, because Eminem's first three to four years with the Packers, same yeah. thing. We talked about it on the previous show, but we got to harp on it a little bit more because this whole season – was plagued by, by penalties and pre-snap penalties. And that has seemed to be an issue with Mike McCarthy's teams. So it seems to me like, I don't know, like KT said, hate to come back to that, but his accountability is my biggest issue. And if it's up to me, I'm bringing Sean Payton in, guys, because maybe, hey, Kellen Moore's not going anywhere, everybody. Sorry, Andres. <laughs> sorry, yeah. bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> I am sorry, okay? Nah, but, I honestly, it, I, but honestly, guys, look. We all got pissed off at the end of the season because, yes, the scheme is there. I mean, look, I'm going to give you a microcosm of the problem right here. If you have McGovern out split out wide and nobody thinks he's going to run a slant 
and the scheme is there. Okay, hey, I'm pissed off at the way that looks, but where is it going to lead me? It needs to lead to another play. It needs to set up for something else. It just got kind of stranded there and stuck in stupid land. And that's mm. kind of what our offense looked like. I mean, Those are facts, he was sixth man. in scoring this year, the year before, first in scoring this year. So you're not just going to throw that away. And I know Jerry's not. So I come back to this. I want Sean Payton to come in and hold that man accountable to his offense. That's, that's what right. I want. That's right. So go ahead, man. My bad. I got off on a rant, bro. It's all good. <laughs> it's all good, man. But yeah, dude, um, I'm with you guys, man. 100%, dog. And, and well, I'm just going to – I got a couple of questions, too, regarding a couple of the things happening as well. But before I do that, man, I want to bring in the rant of the day. Because I got – I wrote something the other day, man, the other night, man. And and, okay. and it's a – it's a like you said, a microcosm of everything that's happened, Mark. So let me bring it in real quick, dog. All mm-hmm. right? Wild thing about this season is a lot of analysts and fans didn't see us going 12-5 and five after that disaster of a season the year before. Matter of fact, it was Washington football team and the Eagles that were supposed to have a lock on the East. We had the worst of defense in the NFL history and not knowing if Dak would come back, yet alone come back as the same player after suffering what people would say is a career-ending injury. Y'all remember, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. A lot of fans hated the Quinn hire. A lot of fans said curse, Casey, Neil, Urban, Watkins, Hooker, etc. What are we doing? Go trade for the quote-unquote big-name guys. In 2021, we drafted eight defensive players, heavy. A lot of fans, analysts, and scouts said, an off-ball linebacker? What are they doing? We slash they need a cornerback. Oh, yeah, and my all-time favorite, Mark. Pitch train! Pitch train! <laughs> hey, man, at 12-5, and five, at 12 and five, the team led the league in turnovers and had two depoy nominees, not to mention the number one offense in the entire league. This team also battled key injuries plus COVID from key players and contributors, all while playing musical chairs with a dilapidated O-line and racking up a team high in penalties. There was little to no expectations for this team in 2021 when the season started. We would score points and put up stats, sure. That has always been the basis to this team. No one, no one knew we'd, had be, we'd be a top five defensive unit in 2021. No one. What could go wrong went wrong offensively speaking. Ineptitude set in like a cold winter's day in Texas, very Jekyll and Hydeish. All season when the team didn't perform at an immaculate level, even when they want ugly, fans would say shit like, this team isn't who we thought they were. Right, Mark? <laughs> right, Andreas? Yes, sir. And the fact is, no one knew what this team was heading into the season. We had a puncher's chance when we clinched, and that was about it. Going one and done and being upset about the season, Shouldn't have been a surprise, but more of a par for the course. 26 years of Super Bowl drought, and I don't know when or if it'll ever change. But one thing is certain, mediocrity is rooted. But I'll be suited and booted for the draft, free agency, rookie minicamp, OTAs, minicamp, and the start of a new season every year, and talking boys with my boys. Yep. Rant over. Yeah. yeah. There you go. I like that, big bro. I like that. Bro. I mean, everything Let's you go. just said was true, man. It was it was 100% true. Let's yeah, go. And, you know, I mean, look, everybody on here on this podcast is, you know, we can safely say 35 and over, right? Yeah. So yeah. Um, we have a different perspective than some of the younger fans, man, to be honest with you. And I don't mean that to be dogging anybody or nothing like that. I was looking on Twitter and I was seeing some of these fans that are on there and the established Cowboys fan 2018. Oh, that's so cute. Established fan, you know, uh, Cowboys fan 2017. Oh, mijo, you're so young. You're a new boy. Yeah, yeah. You see, those of us who've been here for a period of time understand what we have with this team. We That's understand right. what Daddy Warbucks does. We understand mm-hmm. what this man is, okay? 
hey, I love AT&T Stadium. I love that big-ass board up there. I love having top-of-the-line everything with a 500 football team. Mm-hmm. A 500 football team, guys. For the past 20 to 25 years, this, this, this team has been mediocre. That's yep. what it has been, guys. Yep. We just hope for better. It's rooted. Because yep. we are, that's why we call ourselves delusionally and obsessed. Because we know what Jerry is. Now, mm-hmm. hey, I had this talk with myself a while back, man. When my wife told me I'm not going to have my Mondays ruined by your dumbass, I said, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, man. I sat there and I said, you know uh, what? You're right, babe. Let me analyze this. And she goes, yep. is Jerry going to die soon? I said, nope. She said, so what are you hoping to do here? Be a Texans fan? Yeah, <laughs> uh, no. So I, when Will McClay came in, I understood what that was. And you guys got to understand what that is, too. That's Will McClay at the head making the decisions. But Daddy, but Daddy Warbucks sitting over there going, I want to be GM still, okay? That's but you right. give me the title, right? I still mm-hmm. keep the title, right? The mm-hmm. man loves control, everybody. He loves money. He loves control. Big fucking that, – is that an eye-opener? Is that an epiphany in anybody? Oh, no. Wow. Hey, absolutely not. There's 32 teams in the NFL, and every one of those owners puts control over everything else and money over everything else. I promise you. Mm-hmm. Okay? I mm-hmm. promise you. So I come back to this. People say we don't want to win. People say we love money over winning. Every NFL team loves money over winning. Over winning. Or they wouldn't be as Facts. lucrative as they are. Okay? They wouldn't be sir. billionaires. Yes, right? sir. Mm-hmm. Now, we're trying to put together what we can with this, and we're still trying to maintain being, quote, unquote, America's team as an average football team. That's right. To keep that moniker to do that, we got to maintain the pro shops and the Walmart proceeds. So that's why we are who we are, everybody. That's why we are who we are. Now, I'm here for the long haul. I'm going to be here well beyond Jerry's death. I'll probably be here beyond Steven's death too, okay? And I, I'll be bitching about it then too. So everybody just buckle in. Stop burning your jerseys. Stop. <laughs> hey, man, it's so cute when I see these, these photo ops of people putting their jerseys back in their closet. See you next year, buddy. I was like, come on, man. You see yes, this all sir. That? That's why people don't like us, Doug. But that's, yeah. you know, that, that's it right there. So just get on. Man, this cowboy way. shit runs in my veins, man. I think, it, I, think I can speak for all three of us. This shit is the injected shit in our veins. <laughs> Dog, the first thing I thought about, yeah. Big Bro, was uh, you can't take your tattoo off, right? No, I can't, dog. No, I, I can't. That's what I thought. That star stays there, don't it? Yeah, I'm. Hey, yep, yep. Take my uh, my calf off real quick and and put it in the freezer for next year. <laughs> it's just different, though, Andres, and you get it, man. You're from Kingsville, dog. You I know get it, we man. have parades in Kingsville, and we're two hours away from the Mexican border for a team that's yep. seven hours away north. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. That's, that's how it is. All right, man. Well, I got a couple of questions for you guys, man. Uh, what uh, First question is, who don't you see returning next season, that being a coach slash player? Me? Actually, man, I think the Mighty Quinn is gone, guys. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, yep. hey, I love that Denzel movie, right? I love the, the, the play in it, but I, I think the Mighty Quinn is gone. I think he's about to – he got his numbers up. He got what he wanted. And but what I see, I think he's about to jump ship. But I will say this. There is a positive there, guys, because – I mean, barring having the next Lawrence Taylor come up in the draft, barring Trayvon Diggs catching everything, and barring, I mean, a few things here and there, bringing Keanu Neal in, what really big, huge impact did the Mighty Quinn have on this defense? That's blasphemous, ain't it? I know. I know. I know. It's it's like calling him. It's like saying, Mark, don't talk about Quinn like that. We can talk about more. We can talk about Eminem, but we don't talk about Quinn like that. Well, I mean, guys, look, I'll tell you right now. I could coach Micah to get to the quarterback. Ooh, let's go. Let's go. 
J. Ron Curse, I think, was his greatest success this season, and that's the one thing where I'm like, ah, I don't know about you know this, that, or the third. But honestly, guys, I mean, this defense could only went up. And with Trayvon getting 11 picks and Micah having, I mean, a, a, a freak of a year, it can only go up, right? So, I mean, we'll see what it is. Well, on the player side, there's several players that I just don't see coming back. Number one, uh, I don't see Gallup coming back. I just think that he's going to demand too much money that, that we're willing to give him. I, and like I said, for weeks, I am comfortable with, with giving Wilson pretty much his spot. Now, uh, he's someone that, that we do need to resign. And if I was in charge, he'd be at, 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 at the top of my list. Him and Schultz, actually. Uh, Curse also. Um, but, you know, uh, and, you know, Neil, I don't think he's going to come back. I don't think Vanderich is going to come back. Um, I want to be surprised if, if Anthony Brown is not back. And I want to be surprised. You know what? And this might be the biggest surprise of it all. What if we cut Amari Cooper, guys? I mean, we... I think we could do that, and we save sixteen million dollars against the cap. Correct me if I'm wrong. See, I, uh, uh, no, you're yeah. right. I think yeah, you're right. I think I saw that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, and, sixteen I'm right million with you, Andres. But I think that if you do that, see, so you, you you doubled up on something right there because you said I'll give Set a contract, right? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. You don't think that Gallup would get a contract, you know, with certain mm-hmm. things? For me, what I'm going to do is I'm letting hey, look. I'm about to. This is my GM brain apart from my analyst brain that I use during the year because I'm about to go against a lot of stuff that I've said in the past. <laughs> I, I, I'm letting Schultz walk, guys. I'm going to let Yeah, I think uh, real quick, man, I think Schultz uh, market-wise demanding – I think 12. I heard – I heard, yeah, I heard uh, four, for, uh, 4 for 40 or 4 for 45. So, yeah. Okay. Yep. He's going to garner big money. He's going to go 10 to 12. So, I'm letting that walk, okay? Yeah, okay. Um, the biggest thing that I'm going to do with this offense um, – I, that, that, but it comes down to Sean Payton also with this because I need to do a different principle on the offensive scheme because what I'm going to center my offensive game plan in the passing game around is kind of getting CD in the slot, mm, all right? Mm, and, and, not, mm. and not as a secondary option, not as a third option, as one of your primary receiving options out of the slot. Yep. That's what I want to work him off of, okay? Because we saw the kind of, the kind of success Schultz had. So, you know, we want to try to get some, some quick hits mm-hmm. in there with CD, getting the ball a little bit more. So that might lead to me letting Amari walk. <gasps> when, you think of, when you think about, when you think about, yeah, I got you. When you think about, though, like exactly what you said, CD in the slot, man. When you think about Dak's success, it's I, never yeah. really been about the, the X's and the Y's out there. It's always mm-hmm. been the, 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 slot, the slot guys. The, mm-hmm. the Beasleys, the the Cedric Wilsons, the the um, tight ends. You know what I mean? Those, those, those yep. And that and that's why I think in college, dog. If we remember, I mean, CD was a master in the slot. Mm-hmm. CD was considered one of the best slot receivers in the nation, and one of the biggest, the biggest, like I guess, freakish parts about it is he's six three, two hundred pounds. Yep. Okay. So I want to bring that little aspect of it back because we just kind of relegated him out to the X receiver and said, hey, do that when he does have a whole different skill set. So I digress real quick. I'm letting Alpha walk, guys. I'm going to let Amari walk. Okay? I don't know what, what the details of that are going to entail. It might be a trade. and walk. I'm not sure. But I'm going to sign Gallup. I'm going to sign Gallup. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to sign Sid. But you say Gallup and you got one job. <laughs> well, well the go. thing is, uh, the reasoning is I'm not going to sign Sid and I'm going to sign Gallup. Is if Gallup is a go-route go guy, right? Yeah. And Sid is going to take away from CD's opportunities in the slot. Because said is damn good in the slot, but I want CD to be amazing in the slot. So I'm going to put CD in the slot and I'm letting said walk and I'm going to pay Mike. And then I'm going to trade Amari or do whatever I need to do with Amari to get maybe a secondary to third receiver and maybe some defensive. Who knows? But yeah. I'm going to put this offense receiving. And then you, big bro, you know how hard that is for me to say, because what did I ask you like three or four days ago? I was like, is CD a bust, bro? 
Yep, yep, those are facts. But at the same time, when I look at Kellen, when I look at this offense, when I look at the issues that went with this offense this year, hey, Schultz, uh, Dak got Schultz paid, everybody. I don't know if y'all are going to realize this. Hey, um, (laughs) at the end of the season, I started seeing that the separation wasn't quite what was there. It was Dak Moore going, oh, look, there's my safety valve. He was a true safety valve, guys. So I want CD in those safety valve kind of positions because after the catch, I think we can get a little bit more from that end. And I mean, guys, we're going to, we're paying Amari to do what? Get less than a thousand yards because our offensive coordinator doesn't know how to target him like Devontae Adams. I'm not yes. saying it's Amari, it's Amari's fault. I'm saying why have that, that high priced offensive weapon if our offensive coordinator is worried about, I don't know, lining up McGovern in his spot in the outside? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speak. Yep, yep. Yep. You know? And Schultz, man, so. Schultz also is what this, um, uh, since Witten. I think is uh, two years back to back with eight hundred plus yards. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, so. that got that man paid, man. And but plus, I, if I, Schultz I saw, does I, walk, we get a compensatory pick for that, don't we? I think so. Mm. I think so. Yeah, but I saw, man, I saw somebody tweet the other yesterday, I believe it was, uh, or maybe today, I don't know, man. But they said something to to the effect like, "Who has Dak made better?" Hey, buddy. He's made a lot of people better. Said and Schultz, buddy. <laughs> He's getting a lot of dudes paid, bro. Said so, is gonna yeah. get is gonna send him a basket for the rest of his career. Okay. That's right. That's right. Facts, man. Facts. I just like what I saw from him, man. I mean, I, I don't know. You're... No, I, I I I agree with you. I agree with you, man. Look, look. Yeah. If you look at it for player for player, Andres, you're not wrong, bro. Mm-hmm. And and when and what what you what you're analyzing is exactly what it is. I just kind of just went a different route with it because look, if you look at it, said was more valuable to the offense than Gallup was at any given moment. But mm-hmm. what I need from this offense right now, we got a lot of receivers who do the same thing, man. We do. Yeah. We got Amari. We got CD. We got Gallup. They all kind of the same build. Hey, did y'all know said six three? I didn't know that, huh? Said's a tall dude, man. They're all the mm-hmm. same build, the same dude. So for me. I mean, or we can let Gallup walk and, and, and sign said, but I need an outside threat to open up the inside for CD. You get what I'm saying? Yep. I'm sure with do. it. I'm with it, man. There's um, there's some receivers in this draft, man. So, yeah, I think. I yeah, think that that I'm, middle I'm, of the field doesn't work if they're not taking the top off going deep. And that's Gallup. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, we still haven't seen what Fioko got or what uh vasher got some of those tall guys man you know what i mean so you're right man you're i right. mean i mean fioko like a lot of people are like well who's gonna i mean we don't have nobody to take over the uh, i mean take off the top right like you just said but simmy's simmy's 40 is pretty fucking fast dude that dude is fast bro if yeah, you need yeah, that one guy up, just yeah. to fucking just to just to run that go route and go and go he's he pretty much beating anybody off the line man you, you said we're trying to go schemes gone wild take the top off Fuck yeah! <laughs> 1999. 1999. Gone wild. Schemes gone wild. Schemes gone wild. Well, you know that kind of do it for some beads, baby. So Patrick, yeah, hell yeah, homie, hell yeah. Oh man, turnstile for a quarter with a hundred people behind you, number. Let's go. <laughs> hell yeah! All right, man. Well, um, any other coaches or players that you don't see uh, here um, next year? Uh, I think I mentioned them. I think you know. I said I said Neil uh, Vanderish. I I just don't see him coming back. I know Mark said last week you can see him back on a one year deal. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. I mean, if if he does, cool. I do think he does play the run well. I know not everyone agrees with that, but when I watch the game, I see Vanderish in there. Just I mean, he he's he's he he uh does make plays guys but like i said you know i know cox is right there 
just uh, healthy and ready to go. So, hey, hey, Andres, hey, you said the run, Cox. Vander Ash. Okay. <laughs> hey, Vander Ash. the run, Vander Ash with uh, <laughs> yeah. five in run stops. Yeah, yeah. He, was, he was. He was there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he he wasn't the greatest in pass in pass coverage. No, he's not at run all. Run stopping, but as far yeah. as run stopping, bro. Um, hey, uh, guys, the only reason we had an opportunity to fuck off the game there the other day was because Vander Ash stopped Debo. I remember that. Yeah. Right? Yes, exactly. yep. sir. Yes, that was sir. A hell of a fucking tackle. Hell of a. Well, yeah. you know, and and let me regret. Let me digress real quick, bro, because I want to answer your question because I've been kind of you know going back and forth on Twitter with people with this. Do mm. I think Mike McCarthy's going to be ousted? No. Do no. I think he's going to go anywhere? No. But I'm talking hypothetical. I'm talking what my we can hope. list would be. But we can hope. Exactly. Because if we wouldn't hope and we didn't talk, we wouldn't have a fucking podcast. And That's guess what? Right. Just like Adam Sandler, I'm the guy with the microphone. So shut the fuck up and sit down. Right? <laughs> I think Sean Payton would be a much better fit for this offense, man. And and look, you look at their 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 regular season. Yeah, and some and somebody's gonna bring this back to me right now. Well, Mark, you said Eminem's a you know average coach in the in the playoffs. So is Sean. Well, yeah, okay, fine, all right. You know what? I don't think Sean ever had one of his teams uh, perform a mutiny and get his ass out either. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. And, and, and dude, the accountability to Eminem is ridiculous. And Jerry is seen through yeah. all the bullshit guys. Jerry's not convinced with Eminem here. All right. That's right. Some That's of this right. stuff, everybody goes, well, Jerry's talking out of his ass. It's what he usually does. Look, when your head coach comes out the day before and says, we got a lot of things, gives the coach speak about, Hey, we got some things we need to work on in the off season and yada, yada, yada. I'm basically, I'm okay with losing in that first round kind of thing. We can fix yeah. it. Okay, Jerry mm-hmm. said bullshit. Jerry yeah. said with this, with this staff, with this, with these players, you should have had that shit fixed on Game Six. Yes, sir. Right. Okay. And you know, and Mark, for weeks. Yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. I agree, man. And my 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 wish list is to get Sean Payton in here, like I said earlier, to hold mm-hmm. Kellen accountable towards his things. And hey, genius to genius, let's see what they can figure out, right? That's right. Yeah. Well, let me ask you guys this, dude, mm-hmm. real quick, uh, Andres. With the news of Sean Payton possibly not returning to New Orleans. Do yeah. you think Jerry has the balls to make that move? Yeah. Well, the, yeah. The You know, for weeks, Mark has been saying, you know, Sean Payton, Sean Payton. And I've been the guy that's like, guys, that's not going to happen. Let's not get our hopes up. It's not going to happen. I've just been saying that over and over. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I, uh, Mark knows that I that I try to watch Dan Patrick every day. Like, to me, Dan Patrick is like the guy when it comes yeah. to sports radio. So this morning, I'm watching Dan Patrick like I usually do. And he has Albert Beer on. He has Albert Beer on. At least once a week, especially during the season. Yeah. And so, you know, and they're talking about the coaches, this and that, like the coaching carousel. They get to Sean Payton. And Albert Beard, who is as tuned in as, as anyone can be, he paused and he goes, you know, Payton to Dallas is interesting. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he just <laughs> didn't shoot it down, the fact that Albert Breer didn't shoot it down right away, my ears perked up. I was like, wait, 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 wait. I was like. Is there something there? Like does like does he? Yeah, like like yeah, like I think it moved. I'm like, did it move? (laughs) So I mean, I'm still not saying it's gonna happen, but the fact that this guy who is in the know, the -hmm. fact that he even thinks there's a possibility that Jerry is 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 talking to Sean Payton, hell yeah, man! Like if there's even a small chance, let's do that. Like let's do that. To follow up with that, man, that's – okay, so I was listening to Jeff Cavanaugh on his own show, you know, yeah. not just on the radio show, the stuff. Daily Cowboys with Jeff Cavanaugh. It's a podcast. Really good. You guys check it out. You get some good info there. Mm-hmm. Um, with that, what he said on there, I mean, he, he straight up came out. He was like, look, I am Fisher Source. 
And I'll tell you right now that Sean wants to be here. Jerry wants him here. And the only advocate for Eminem in the building is Steven. Steven loves Mike. Okay. But if Jerry had his druthers, he'd have Sean here yesterday. Hey, and everybody, Sean has a home in Dallas. He does. He's had a home in Dallas for three years now. He has been a coach in Dallas before. I mean, he's the guy who found Tony Romo. All right, guys? And Tony (coughs) Romo. Hey, Dez, I feel you, bro. I feel you. I feel you on what you're saying there with Tony. You know, that got a lot of whip, you know, backlash on Dez. Hey, everybody, Dez caught passes from both of them, guys. So if there's anybody that's qualified to actually address this, it might be the guy who caught the fucking ball a few times from both these guys. This, this is the, facts, bro. The thing about Dez, when he started, like when all this started, what he initially said wasn't like it wasn't wrong. It wasn't no. it wasn't false. It wasn't wrong. It wasn't even hating on Dak. No. But Dak's brother started to feel a certain way. He's like, well, you know what? Let me put my cape on it and 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 go defend my brother. When it's like you don't need to do all that. And not only is he defending him, he's just going above and beyond, like. Tad, just well, da- put, ta- Tad put your phone bit, down, bro. Yeah, Tad has a bit of an uh, – I mean, look, he's he's like I am with my wife when somebody says, like, the smallest negative. I'm about mm-hmm. to drown you with as much shit as I can positively say, right? Mm-hmm. Those are facts. All right, so, so I get it. Hey, it's his family member. He's about to jump on it with him. But at the same time, people take offense to the fact that Tony – you know, people mention that Tony maybe give Dak a few pointers here or there, you know. Um, okay, a couple sides to this. Dak and Tony don't like each other, guys. I don't know what romanticism you guys have in your head. I've been saying that since 2016. Dude, seriously, I don't know if people (laughs) think this was like a Yoda and Luke Skywalker. No, 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 no. This was Luke Skywalker and Darth Vader, guys. That's right. Dak came in to take Tony's job. Tony was not going to help him take his job. Tony said, go Mm -hmm. get it if you want it. That's fine. And I'm not mad at Tony for that. I would have done the same fucking thing. Right. Yeah, those reports were there. They've been there since 2016, guys. Seriously. So, yeah. so there's a bad taste in Tad's mouth about Tony in general, first yeah. of all. Mm-hmm. Okay? So when you're saying this dude that wouldn't help my brother out and wouldn't give him the time of day needs to come back and help him, it's kind of a dick slap to his face. I get it. I got you. But at the same time, it's not wrong, Tad. <laughs> it, it, it's not. I no, mean, uh, I agree with I, this. I, Hard well, you, you know, and, and I issued a question earlier in the season, is is Dak better now than Tony ever was? And recency bias, we all wanted to answer the question, gave this different stuff. But the, the answer to the question is, reading defenses, Dak's Hell not. No. It, it, that, Tony teaches master classes while Dak's still, you know, probably a yep. mentor on that, man. Absolutely. Now, guys, I will say, though, uh, on, on the other side of the coin, yeah, like, I think Tony right now is getting real, like t- – Tony has fans right now that he just did not have while while he was playing from from cowboy fans and non cowboy fans. Hey, he's and right now you can see he him. is because you know right now he sits in the booth and he he calls games and he predicts the things is cute and funny and look he's doing such a good job, guys. We all saw every snap Romo took as a cowboy. Yep. He wasn't always on like let's be real he wasn't always on point like. The reason why Tony Romo sounds so smart right now in the booth is because he has that all 22 view. He has, he, he has that bird's eye view. It's much easier to see these plays and to call these plays out when you're up there than on the field. I'm not saying Romo sucked. I've never said he sucks, but Romo was not just dicing up defenses left and right. Romo had a lot of bonehead ass throws like a lot. So if someone sits here and says that, that Romo can read defenses better than Dak, I'll give you that. But to sit here and say that he was on like a Peyton Manning or Tom Brady level, hell nah. 
He, okay, he, he, so, you were... just, so, so now we're going to get into it now. Yeah, <laughs> let's um, go. That last game of the season, that, those last three years of Tony's career, I would have taken him over Peyton. I would have. Given his mobility, given what he could do before that back injury, I even said it, dog. Peyton was breaking down. Peyton wouldn't have won a Super Bowl if it wasn't for fucking Von Miller. Von guys, Miller, Marcus yeah. Rare. Right. Oh, Tony's last years versus Peyton's last three years? That's what I'm saying. Well, well yeah. Tony's last three years compared to, I don't know, the last three years for Dak. Let's I'm just saying that. as a it's whole. Well, I'm, 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 no, I mean? well, I'm just I'm just saying as a whole, like their and, whole career. And, and Tony's, Tony's getting, not on those guys' and level. Tony getting into the booth, dog. I mean, you heard Don Van Patrick just like I did. It, they thought of him as a savant coming in there. Like, this is something they never saw before. Not just yeah. he can – they actually had to tell him, stop calling the play the next play out, Tony. <laughs> but they see, they had to tell him to quit predicting yeah. what was about but see, to happen. My thing yeah. with Romo and 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 what he does, I feel like you can put a lot of quarterbacks in that booth, and they're pretty much gonna, gonna do the same damn job. Like if you I put Drew Brees up there, no, no, no. I'm saying, I'm saying, no, no, no. I'm saying, no, no. I'm seeing former quarterbacks. If you put Drew Brees up there, you put Peyton Manning up there. there there's weeks I see Brian Greasy, spare yeah. ass Brian Greasy. Brian Greasy can call out plays left and right. Carson Palmer could call out plays left and right. And those guys, when they're playing, they're like, yeah, Carson Palmer, he's, he's, he's good, whatever. Brian Greasy, yeah, he's good, whatever. My thing is, Romo's, um, how can I say, his legend is only growing by what he's doing now. And people are, are romanticizing him and, and propping him up a hell of a lot more than what they were doing when he was playing. That's, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, no, I think, you're, I think, no, you're exactly right about that. No, you're right about that. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. I th- I think too. A lot of it comes uh, comes from they're both Dallas Cowboy quarterbacks. Dez was just saying it to the to the fact that he played with both of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he could easily reach out to Peyton or or Drew Brees and be like, "Hey, man, teach me a little something." But I think yeah. it just it just came back to the fact that hey, Tony was here before all those years. His last three years. The dude was the dude was carving up defenses. He was breaking. He was mm-hmm. checking out his shit, and, mm-hmm. and 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 I mean, he went toe to toe with with Peyton. Uh, a lot a lot of these guys at the end of his career, man. Yeah, in 2013. So yeah, yeah. So I I do think I do think that's where the correlation is. But I don't. Yeah. Uh, but it's 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 essentially on deck, man. Yeah. You know, do you if do you want to learn or or. Yeah. Or what do you do? I mean, and we don't know. We don't know who he's reached out to. So No, Des wasn't wrong. And I do think Dak's brother needs to just shut up. But like I said, at the same time, let's just pump the brakes I, on I will the, say this too. Des know. knew what he was doing invoking the name of Tony Romo. Oh, yeah. 100%. <laughs> yeah, he knows. He knows. he knows. he knows what he was doing right there, dog. He was in the building. But I will say this too, Des. Hey, Des, if you really truly believe that, homie, Look, dog, then you should have advocated for Tony to get his job back immediately. You didn't. Mm-hmm. Okay, right. you didn't, bro. That season, you actually jumped on the DAC bandwagon solely, hardly, and firmly. He okay? sure did. That's right. So That's for right. you to say that now, it kind of contradicts what you said then. It kind of yeah. just seems like you want to get another Uber Eats spot. You know what I'm saying? Well, and that's why, and that's why I do believe Chad in in what he said. Basically, <laughs> I'm a paraphrase him. He said. It's funny because Dez is the same guy who would dap me up and talk shit about Tony and Witten and Rome. And now mm-hmm. he's talking about my brother and me. So, yeah, like like you just said, I I totally do think Dez in the moment back then. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Tony behind his back. I, I, I mean, sure. Like that's something that I, I could definitely see happening. I definitely think he talks shit 
about I mean, Garrett he came out. and, I mean, and he Witten. Come out and say uh, Sean Lee was a snake. That Jason yep. Witten Sean Lee, yeah, Sean Lee's another I mean, one. That yeah, Jason yeah. Witten and, and Tony at the time were were oh, you that's all that's his guy. So we can't ever, you know what I'm saying? Oh, he he came out and said a whole bunch of shit, man. When yeah. He, when he was there, but yeah, the good old boys, the good old boys. If you've ever been, been around the Tamu football team, you understand the way shit talking goes and the way around, uh, 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 the way a dude would talk shit about his best friend on the football team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Facts. You understand that that don't mean he hates him. That don't mean he loves him either. That just means everything's going good and I don't want to ruffle feathers. Okay. Absolutely. That's what it means, dog. And with Dez, man, look, He's not wrong, like you said in the assessment of it. He knows what it was invoking Tony's name. He knows all those different types of things that are involved in it. And Tad has rabbit ears when it comes to his brother, which he has a right to. I would want my brother to have the same thing for me, okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then we look, at, we look at Dak, and it's not just, hey, guys, we want to we wanna separate this world of football away from personal things and personal microcosms and, per- and football microcosms. But, hey, you, you tell me how it would feel. Um, if your brother died and they told you to go out and play the best game you've ever, I mean, the best season you ever played, you're, oh yeah, you're up for the biggest contract of your life too. Yep. This is true. That, that shit can weigh on you, dog. Like, I know we don't want to think about that. And I know we want everybody to be bulletproof. And we all talk shit about Tony when he would break down the fourth wall and tell us, hey, football is not the most important thing in the world. And oh my God, Cowboys Nation would go fucking nuts. We'd, be, we'd be sitting there thinking we want our quarterback to live, breathe, eat shit football, right? That's right, mm-hmm. yo. Mm-hmm. But it's not the way it is, guys. I mean, look, Dak had a lot to get to get through this season, right? Yeah, and just facts. to have the oh. season that he had to be able to do what he did, honestly, he gets a pass from me because he's my quarterback. Yeah, so, he still yeah. led the league in yards as well, man. He still That's did a lot I'm of saying, great things, dog. man. You I just, know? at the end of the day, man, I still, I, I, I don't think, and it's just my opinion, looking back at it, man, looking back at this 2021 season, I, I honestly don't think. Our offensive coordinator, Kellen Moore, put us in the best position once they figured out they can run the cover two shell on us, man. You know what I mean? And and take away Amari and take – you know what I mean? So now yep. all we're doing is dumping shit off to Schultz and, and Cedric Wilson and Noah Browns, man. And yep. we never got out of it. We, once it happened, we never got out of it. And, of course, yeah, we went, what, what was it, 50 points or 100 points or whatever it was in the last two weeks of the uh, – or two – I mean – Two weeks out of the, the last three yeah. of the season. Yeah, man. two out of the last three. Those man, those games, come on, man. Those I mean, those 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 defenses and those teams were depleted. Those they were already just, you know, asked out or whatever, man. And and I think it just goes back to Kellen Moore not putting our guy in the Well, position you know, the, to there win, was something man. as an example of that too, big bro, and I, I know I brought it up, but it's kinda like when you're with a really hot chick that's got a bad disposition. There's certain yeah. things that you'll just let go, right? I can't relate. I can't relate. Say in the moment, right? Web feet. <laughs> what movie was that? Web feet. <laughs> Web feet. Exactly. You know. Shallow hat. No, 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 no. Oh. Well, well, we were. She's we out of your during league during the season to look at to look at certain things that look past certain things with this offense. I mean, yeah. for example, look at the end of the season. I I was like, you know, fucking over here masturbating because I saw rubber outs. Right. I was trying mm. to rub one out to seeing rub routes. Right. Hey. But as, <laughs> hey. Hey. But at the same time, you want to know really what I thought in the back of my head? I'm talking about it because I yeah. know what I want to say. But the real thing I want to say is fucking Kellen. Do you know how hard it is to get rub routes down doing it at the last game of the season to the second, the last game of the season to go into the playoffs? That should have been the sixth game of the season. It really right. should have. Facts, man. Because you got to go through pick plays, you got to real, you got to understand what a pick is as compared to a rap to a rub. Shit, that one, like I said on the last show, that one Cedric scored on the, on the sideline, we should have been called for a penalty on that. 
Mm-hmm. 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 Those are right. facts. And I am going to say something else after rewatching that debacle of a fucking game against San Francisco. Uh-huh. Hey, y'all lighten up on Randy a little bit because Trent Williams was false starting fucking all night. Yeah, yeah, I did see that, man. That's what he I does. Mean, yeah. Yep. Hey, yep. hey they, they were talking about it like this, dog, and everybody can go back and look at it. They were describing how you can tell when an, when an offensive lineman coach is looking at the tape as compared to a fan – and when you can mm-hmm. tell when somebody is false starting immediately, their back leg bends and their, their ankle turns before the play starts. And he was doing mm-hmm. it fucking all night. And that's what was, what, what was keying Randy up to, 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 to go. Yeah, and he was frustrated, too, because they weren't calling it. He was like, fuck it. That's why you <laughs> saw Randy saying, I'm wow. tapping your ass right here. Yeah, yeah that's why. That's, but, but, but the thing about it is, Big Bro, all these things happen in games. All these mm-hmm. things happen. All these things damn near could have been set up by Cal Shanahan to frustrate the fuck out of our team because he knows that we don't hold ourselves accountable. That's right. That's mm-hmm. right. And we're undisciplined. Because we're the undisciplined, undisciplined aspect, you just said it right there. Randy we're unaccountable. everybody, yep. bro. He mm-hmm. was like tackling the ref if he had to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hotheads. We got a bunch of hotheads. We got a bunch of Shit, uh, y'all guys. See, y'all see the punch that Micah threw at Debo? I didn't see it. I didn't see. I didn't it. see that. Yeah. So there was a there was a blocking play. I, mean, I guess the second half, and Debo grabs Micah, and he 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 pretty much blocks him to the sideline and gives him a little shove at the end, just a little you know playful shove. And Micah responds back with a quick right, right to the face. Oh, I did not see it. And everybody in Cowboys land wants to say the refs had it out for us, and there was a ref standing there, and he just looked away. Mm, yeah. Those are yeah. facts. That's, yeah. that's, that's not being accountable. That's not having discipline. That's every bad thing you could say about that aspect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, yes, that's I mean, it, I, I would never, uh, we discussed it uh, last week with Dean and all that, man. There's, there's no way you can just sit there and just say, oh, the refs got it out for us, man. It's, oh, it's been man. happening since week one, from week one to week 17, bro. Come on now, dog. dog just, hey, yeah. We're going to get a text here in a minute complaining about the refs again. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, man. From our friend Dean Bladino. <laughs> <laughs> From our homeboy. What up, Dean? Dean? What up, yeah. Dino? Yeah, yeah. All right, man. Well, let's move on a little bit, man, because I got a I got a quote from Jerry, and I want to ask you guys, man, is this Jerry Poppins or Jerry Pissed? Right. And the quote was, "Let me be clear. One of the pet peeves I have is that I don't like this. Well, we got to work on this in the off season. We got to work on this." I don't go for that. I want things recognized and addressed after after we play Tampa in week one, after the first game, or after we play in the sixth game. I don't want to wait until we're sitting here with no season left to address these things we're doing or not doing. All of that is in the mix here and a part of what I do. That's what I that's the way I do it. As you know, the ultimate decision in these coaches is one that I have to make. Is this Jerry Poppins or is this Jerry Pissed? That's Jerry Piss. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Andres. That's Jerry Piss because, I mean, at the end of the day, Jerry Jones is an NFL owner, and he's paying his coaches, especially Mike McCarthy, good money, and he's expecting him to do his job. And when he sees his coaches, especially McCarthy, not doing his job, Jerry has every right to be pissed. And Jerry gets a lot of flack for always being, you know, in the mix and doing this and doing that. The thing is, like what Mark said earlier, every yeah. owner – Every owner, to a degree, is like Jerry Jones. The only difference is Jerry Jones will go on his own show and make sure that he gets his word out, while the other owners are probably having the same conversations, but they do it more privately. They probably do it, you know, behind closed doors. They're not going out and 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 looking for the cameras. 
So if you want to hate on Jerry Jones for, for wanting to get his voice out there, that's fine. But don't think Jerry is doing something that these other owners ain't doing too. They're doing the same damn thing. And when their coaches ain't doing their job, they're calling them out and they're, they're, they're having these tough conversations. Facts. And right? I don't I mean, get why people get mad and, and start talking like, oh, Jerry's talking. He's saying what you want to say, fam. Exactly. That's right. That's but right. he's doing he's it as a billionaire. Say, he's doing yeah. it as a billionaire and he's pissed off like you are. Hey, everybody, hey, Jerry's like fucking 80, 1,000. Y'all know that, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's and, like 1,000 too. Yeah. And right. in the day and age of COVID, I'm sure he's already eaten as many hearts as he can eat. That's it. You know what I mean? The dude's going to die one day, bros. And he knows yeah. what the fuck is going on. He knows what's going on. He's sitting there like, well, shit. I mean, I'm a, I'm a, a mask or a protocol away from dying in this motherfucker. I want a Super Bowl. You know what That's I mean? Right. Shit. I mean, That's he right. is not Jerry Poppins in this motherfucker. I really don't think so. I no. mean, dog, you got so many things that are going on. You got Jerry Navarro. I mean, Omar Jones. I mean, Omar Navarro and Jerry Jones. You got, <laughs> hey, you got, you got Javi over there, Stephen Jones, right? Yeah. And then you got the birds. You got, uh, her, you got Kellen and Eminem. Those are the birds right. right there. And what did Omar say? What did Omar tell Javi? Boys, you know, after I'm done with them, you do what you want with the birds. What the... Yes, right. That's right. <laughs> so I really think that it's going to take a step up. And Jerry's about to go, hey, hey, Marty, Wendy, the fuck, bro? That's right. On? That's right. Uh, yeah. Man, and, and, and also, too, man, we talked about this as well. Uh, Jerry put this. I mean, he's pissed. He put this staff together, went out and did everything they wanted. And and I mean, he put this together for for um for Quinn. He went out and said, "Man, draft who you got to draft. Bring in who you got to bring in to fit that scheme." You know, uh, Eminem, man, we're giving you another shot. You bring in the guys you need to bring in. Hey, I, what was it, dude? I heard um uh, on what podcast was it? But any, I, I it might have been with with Jeff. But um, twelve coaches when he won his last Super Bowl. There's 28 to 29 coaches on staff now. You don't think this man is fucking pissed? Like, you don't think this man brought all these people in and said, here, go win me a fucking Super Bowl with this talent. Y'all yeah. said y'all can do it. Here it is. And it didn't happen. Yeah. That's exactly yeah. what it is, man. I mean, he wants heads to roll. He wants, he, it's, Doug, we all remember who this man is, right? I mean, you guys, I know a lot of Cowboys Nation has forgot. But there's not too many coach, too many owners that will fire a Super Bowl winning coach that put the whole damn thing together. And just think of how insane and... that is, dude. Think of how insane yeah. that was. Think about this dude won back to back, and he goes, "You know what? Get out." Basically, like what? Like what? Like he told Barry, "I know you won that with Jimmy's team. Get the fuck out too." Yep. <laughs> Facts, dog. Facts. And man. everybody wants to act like this dude is just playing for the public. He's pissed off, guys. I mean, Steven, Steven, Steven and Will McClay and everybody took they, – they stepped back for the past four – I mean, they stepped forward while Jerry stepped, stepped back for the past four to five years. Hey, if Jerry had his druthers, guys, we would have had a Manziel debacle here, guys, okay? Yeah. If Jerry had his picks, we would have had some problems here. We would have. But Jerry right. right now is Jerry pissed the fuck off, giving, handing it over to everybody for a little bit. And now he's like, I handed it to you guys, and you ain't done shit that you said you were going to do. I pretty much right. done this fucking shit myself, and I would have had Sean in here when Mike was supposed to be here. That's right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah, I, I mean, they had, they had uh, Mike Steve, uh, sleeping over in Steven's room, right? And they're over there fucking pl playing tummy sticks, and then Mike gets the job the next day. 
And it's it's not like it's not like McCarthy was was highly coveted. It's not like Jerry had to beat off a whole lot of other teams, you know, to to hire him. Like he McCarthy actually should. Yeah, like yeah. he's actually like he should have he should have thanked his his stars, dog. Just the fact yeah. that that any team wanted him. You want to know what that was, dog? That was that. What that was was the shit of a season, and he wanted to make us fans happy to keep buying jerseys for the next season. So he wanted to stick yeah. somebody in there that we would have some faith for. He didn't want a young yep. genius. He didn't want yep. somebody from college that might be able to do it better. He wanted a name that makes everybody feel like the ship isn't sinking, even though there's a big hole in the middle of the fucking thing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, hey, this guy's got a Super Bowl. That's, yeah, cool. Nope. Super Bowl, Super Bowl, Super Bowl. Hey, what about Aaron? Aaron said he hated him. Hey, don't listen to that. Hey, what about that team that had him ousted? Hey, don't listen to that. He don't listen to that. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. said he's done Moneyball and watched the movie four times, so he knows how to do this. Analytics. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. All right, fellas. Well, I think Andreas got the game, man. He wants to play, man. So, uh, Andreas, why don't you yeah. uh, tell us about it, man? Let's go. Yeah, guys, I got this game. Um, basically, you know, like y'all said, McCarthy's not out. There's nothing to point to that he is out of town, but we can hope and wish. So, basically, what I got, I got some some head coaching candidates, some guys that could be ready to step up and be a head coach. Okay. And I didn't want to directly steal from something on TV that we all watch. So, I'm just going to call it either yeah, sure, or not. Nah. So if okay. if 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 you like the guy, obviously, yeah, sure. If you're not feeling him at all, just go nah. And okay. I'll just throw y'all a name and just and just quickly say what you think. Um, Eric Bieniemy, head Chief, coaching or or OC? Head coach, head coach. Mm, man, yeah, sure. Let's go. I I'd say yeah, sure. Um, but I. I'm very hesitant because I don't know how that will work out with Kellen Moore if he takes over the HC. Okay. Uh, Joe Lombardi, the Chargers OC. And he was the QB coach for the Saints from 2016 to 2020. So, so he's these... worked at... Okay, real quick, real quick with this game. So uh, are these uh, are these guys coming in to be uh, the, 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 the head coaches plus the play callers? Um, yes. Yeah, because... Put the governor on there. So what do you yeah. Think? Yeah, yeah, because yeah. all these guys right now are are are, are OCs, yes. uh, okay. and I I just don't see them making like that lateral move to be ROC. So uh-huh. just, just guys guys that have been in the head coaching kind of rumor mill that mm-hmm. that 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 we could possibly, you know. Uh, so in, you in know, a hire. perfect world, these guys are like it's in a perfect world. Want. Yes. Yeah. Would yes, you in a perfect world. And you are you are you and, and I guess what Adon's asking here is this a lateral move to be like offensive coordinator? Like when you say the enemy, are we replacing Kellen Moore or are we adding to Kellen Moore and taking Eminem out? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, I just see that's the thing. I just don't see the enemy leaving KC just yeah. to go yeah. be a, a, a OC somewhere else. Yeah, so right. basically, right. yeah, yeah. So, so the purpose of this game, these, these, these guys are OCs now. I think for the most part, they're, they're all OCs. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so this would be a step up, this would be a promotion. Okay, so it'll be a promotion. Okay, yeah. Uh, the enemy, now, yeah, sure, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, the enemy. Yeah, I think I think he's been okay. around. He's been around Andy Reid. He's been the play caller there. He's been around winning football. He's been around. He's worked football. with Mahomes his whole career. Yeah, he's he's um he's uh he's in it now. I'm not. I, I mean, I know uh you can say well well Eminem's been been a, a winner before and all that, but that was back then. I'm talking about now football. Now he's yes. he's in it now. So yeah, I, I, I say now. sure. Yeah. yeah. 
Okay, we got Joe Lombardi, Chargers OC. And like I said, he, he was the QB coach for the Saints. So he's worked with uh, Sean Payton, and he's worked with Drew Brees and um, Herbert. Mm. Mark, go ahead. You see, for me, man, uh, look, I'll be completely honest with you from the head coaching position. Um, for me, my criticisms of Eminem um, are more of a personal standpoint on what I see from accountability, from discipline, from just different things that I'm trying to establish there. So for an OC to come in and take that job and do a better job, I pretty much would say any young OC who's trying to prove himself <laughs> would come yeah. in and do a better job on accountability-wise, trying to mm-hmm. prove to, to Jerry, hey, I'm not Charlie Fuckaround. Hey, see what I did there? Yeah. Yes. Um, around. <laughs> and and so, so when you say Joe Lombardi, I, I would, but honestly – I would I would feel more comfortable having Sean Payton as the head coach and Joe Lombardi as the OC. Yeah, okay. That's fair. Um, how about Byron Leftwich, the the Bucks OC? No. No, no. No, I'm out. Okay. Sure. Uh how about Nathaniel Hackett, the Packers OC? I like Nathaniel Hackett, man. I don't know if I, I don't know uh I don't know about head coach. But and I don't know if he would make a lateral move. And he might now that that you know I know Devontae Adams is needs to get paid. They're they're forty or fourteen million or forty million. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, maybe I read it wrong. Over the cap. I think uh, it's forty. Aaron, yeah, yeah, yeah. Aaron Ro- Aaron Rodgers might not come back at all. He don't. I think he's looking for another team. Uh, hasn't been said yet, but everybody, you know, people in the know are saying that. Uh, so it's going to be hard to retain what they've retained over the years. So I think there's a there's a good chance that Nathaniel Hackett might be an OC or that we can make maybe a lateral movement if indeed Kellen Moore went and got a, a head coaching job somewhere. So, because if Rodgers and Devontae leave Green Bay, how attractive is that job anymore, honestly? It's not. No, definitely. It's not. Yeah. Right. So yeah, I would say yeah. Uh, with the uh, uh, with the assumption that 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 those guys are gone in Green Bay, they don't really they don't really have much to. They, they, Jordan Love is not it, man. So it's if they no. them guys have to leave and they can't afford to keep Devontae, uh Yeah, man. I think I think they'll. Whew, that might be rebuild mode there offensively. Yeah. But oh, um. Okay. Uh. So yeah, I think a, a lateral move. I think I think it, I, I'd say it's a little bit more easier to 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 get Nathaniel Hackett as the OC here if okay. indeed Kellen left. But like Mark said, it's gonna have to be if he left. Uh, nobody just to come in because there's. Uh, Mark said this the other day, man. He said there's nobody. Uh, that's better than well. That's better than. Kellen in the Joneses' mind, they're they're not just going to say, "Okay, you're gone. Let's get this guy." So it has to be that Kellen. No, you're right. Kellen you're right. Has, is is taking a, a head coaching job somewhere. But yeah, yeah. so Nathaniel Hackett, <clears throat> I'm with it, brother. I'm with it. Okay, uh, Mark. Now this is my. Like okay, yeah, Mark. Now, now this guy's my favorite, and I, I just want to hear what y'all think. Brian Dable, the Bills OC. The Bills OC. Hmm. The Bills OC. Brian Dable, five time Super Bowl champ with the Pat with with the Patriots. Yeah, yeah, and actually his offense is that traditional aggressively take what the defense gives you than take what we want to do. Um, mm-hmm. he, he predicates on that. On that, um, He's worked with Josh Allen. He's made Josh Allen into a very erratic, strong-arm quarterback to the guy that we saw last night. Uh, he's worked with Nick Saban. He's worked, uh, of course, uh, under Bill Belichick. I mean, he's got, he's got a lot of – a lot of boxes well, and that, that the intriguing part parts of that is based on how to me based on how he uses Josh Allen's leg. Um, mm-hmm. I think that um, Dak has that's part of Dak Dak's weaponry. 
that just got totally ignored based on his injury. And mm-hmm. I think that if maybe we'd have got him involved a little bit more with his legs, maybe he would have been a little bit more accurate because it would have got him involved in the game a little bit more. You know, so nice. I, that's what I say a little bit more from that. And that's why I say that's intriguing. But I'll give you this. Like, let's say I'm walking down the beach, right? And I find a magic lamp. I rub that bitch and Will Smith pops out. I mean, the genie. I mean, anyway. So <laughs> I can't, he says you can have whatever you want right now. And now it's not like, okay, poof, make it happen. It's got to fit into the NFL landscape. So what I want, let's say I want to trade Dak for Aaron Rodgers straight up and we get a little, you know, cheap on, on the back end from his contract. I want to trade a second round pick for Sean Payton. We'll go ahead and get uh, Eminem out of there and we will keep the mighty Quinn where he is. That's what I want. If I get my druthers on a, a wish list. Ooh. Ooh, that's a big wish list. And I love that. I do. And, and I had this brought to my attention the other day. Cause I asked that question to you guys. I mean, I even got a fucker for my brother there. So <laughs> I asked that question to you guys. I mean, would you take the NFL MVP this year? I mean, he's not designated it, but I mean, the way he played right mm. over Dak. Now I had one guy, talk to me and say well what are you talking about of course i wouldn't do that look how they both played against san francisco okay that's stupid first of all i'm sorry all right Mm, look how they both played against san francisco we don't look at it that way and then somebody else said hey but i mean we're talking over the next three to four years where would they be well guys aaron Rodgers. i mean have y'all seen tom brady play he's older than me okay me too yeah. He's older than us here on this show, and he's still balling, and he was up for MVP. So I think, that's kinda, I think that's kind of taken out of the way because you only got Dak for the next three years anyway, guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Nobody's mm-hmm. going to say he's going to stay here if they don't pay him what he wants. And let's say that yeah. Dak has the same season he just had. Are you guys going to pay him more money? Right? Yeah. So what yeah. I say is over the next three years, if you gave me Aaron Rodgers with some of these weapons that we have, which I think is better weaponry than he has with the Packers, I really do. Um, I mean – I love that, guys, but I love to win, and I love my Cowboys. That's right. That's you know, right. and that, that's what I would speak on this, because all of you guys that are talking romantically about Dak, and yeah. if you do, it, you're just as bad as what you're complaining about with Jerry Jones. You know that, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay? You, you're talking about Jerry don't want to win. You don't want to win. Mm-hmm. You don't want to win if you're telling me you would not take – you would take Dak over Aaron Rodgers this season as a complete. We're not talking about injuries. We're not talking mm-hmm. about what happened halfway. We're not talking about what he was in the beginning of the season. As a complete portfolio, if you would tell me that you would take Dak over Aaron right now, I would say then you're thinking like the stupidity you think Jerry thinks with. Now, okay. this guy has his uh, – this guy has defensive ties. A guy that we had in Dallas already once, Matt Eberflus, the Colts DC. I'll take him in a heartbeat. Yep. 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 Heartbeat, like half a heartbeat. I mean, he yep. should have been here over Chris Richard. But everybody, Agree. you know, Agree. loved Chris Richard and all this other stuff. Oh, and then he beat the shit out of Chris Richard and got suspended. And got suspended. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yes, he did. Yep. Uh, I think I know what Adon's going to say on this already. Another guy who is in Dallas already, Mike Zimmer. What's up? Fuck no. <laughs> yeah, I respect no. it. You know, I... hey, but you know what, though? I was, I'm right there with him. I'm right there with him on fuck no. But then mm-hmm. what kind of podcast would he have if everybody just says fuck no? Right, that's right. Mm-hmm. Because I'll play devil's advocate real mm-hmm. quick in the sense of Mike Zimmer got blasted by Cooper Rush earlier this season, and he did exactly what Jason Garrett would have done as he's sitting there not adjusting to what's going on in the game. Yeah. But yeah. that was him as a head coach, guys. And that's right. If we do give the mighty Quinn a pass for what his history was as a head coach, yeah, true. Have Atlanta, the same facts, right there. Yep. Okay. That's right. And, and let's not forget it was just a, the same thing. 
And let's not forget, just a couple years ago, that Vikings defense was a top defense. I mean, it's not like they've been trash for years. They they were a really good defense, guys. Oh yeah, they were a really good Barr, defense. Um, playing the Micah role for a little bit there. Mm-hmm. You know? So yeah. I mean, I was against that. I'm not gonna tell you. Me and my me and my brother had a fucking like a fuck you fest over that for like 30 minutes with the mic. <laughs> you know, fuck you. Uh, no, fuck but, then, you. but then I started thinking. But then I started thinking about it, right? And I started thinking about exactly what I need from this defense and exactly who's gonna be here and what's not gonna happen. Man, I don't yeah. know. Jay, I don't think J. Ron Curse is gonna be here, guys. Uh, I think he's about real to quick get before paid we, on the market. Yeah. Real, real quick before we move on uh, off, off uh, or keep on with the game real quick. Yeah, yeah. I, I, did, I did have a question real quick, man, uh, that I wanted to ask you guys uh, real quick. Do you think the Quinn guys, the, the, the curses, the um, some but of the guys, uh, the Neils, uh, the KZs, uh, do you think wherever he goes, those guys are going to go? Because they were all on one-year deals. Remember that? I think it's very possible, yeah. I think it's possible, but I think that those guys are just like everybody else. And I think that they, if they get somewhere to stick, or this is kind of like a stage, right? This is kind of like improv. Hey, who's going to give you stand up for 30 minutes? Yeah, right? facts. So they all went improv. And if they get a stand up opportunity anywhere, I don't give a fuck if it's in Alaska, they're going to take it. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's that's what I view on that end, you know. But yeah. honestly, man, when I look at some of those things, right? Because I look at some of the, I was looking at some of the safety. Remember, I'm a safety nut, I love safety. So I started looking at some of the issues we had. KZ did a really good job. He did. He did a really good job this season, but he was ranked as like 59th amongst all safeties. Yeah. You know? So, yep. Oh, great. 60, 61. Now, that, great. That's PFF, right? So we're not going to mm-hmm. go with, you know, everything. And he was 54th amongst 94 qualifying sa- safeties. They got a safety over there in Seattle, guys, that would maybe cost us a little more than him, but uh, not going to break the bank because he got injured. Quandry yeah. Diggs, yep. Mm-hmm. Quandry Diggs over there in Seattle. Quandry, he yep. kind of fits the mold that we need as a safety. So if it was mine, I'd probably let quite a few of those go and maybe keep Hooker because he's going to be the cheapest and try yep. to see if I can do it with Quandry Diggs again, man. Yeah. So mm-hmm. speaking of players, I was actually looking at some draft, at some at some mock drafts. We draft twenty four guys. Now these guys, for the most part. Are, are are predicted to still be there like in the 23 to 25 26 range uh-huh. so how about how about how about a a nicobe dean linebacker from georgia sure absolutely yes that that's that's six great. foot 225 tackling machine a little undersized but he's got the speed the nfl speed like would that. be crazy to let that man on our team with michael parsons bro yes sir no, no, because they were talking about, man. I mean, the, the talk is that Micah might go full-time defensive end if we don't re-sign Randy. Yep, you know, yeah. Right? yep. I heard that, yep. too, as well. Hey, bring and, 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 and if we draft – yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, okay, now Mark knows this guy, Tyler Linderbaum, say, center out of Iowa. Oh, you, you try to talk dirty to me now. Uh, yes, sir. Yeah, I'm getting – I got a little semi-chubby when you sent that, man. The, Dude, best, <laughs> center, the, best, center, the best center coming out. Yes, and according yes. to some, he will be the best in the NFL in one to two years. Okay, okay, so, let's go hey, guys, with it. Look, this is Travis Frederick 2.0, according to Jeff Kavanaugh. I mean, this okay. man said that this dude is it, and I trust Jeff, Jeff, uh, Jeff Kavanaugh's draft grade, guys. And what he said about this man, if you guys go look at Dak and you go look at some of the numbers that have fallen off, I, I show you, I will, I will put money on the fact that there's a, a sharp decline after Travis Frederick retired. Those are okay. A sharp decline. Even mm-hmm. even Dak would tell you that was his brain. And guess what? 
we had pre-snap penalties this season. This doesn't even have to do with that. This has to do with mm-hmm. offensive line pre-snap issues. If you have a yeah. center that has a fucking brain, not somebody yeah. who's being forklifted and carried back into the chest of our quarterback, guess what? Those pre-snap issues go away. <gasps> okay. Oh my how, God. About, how about Kenyon Green, guard out of AM? That's another yes. good yes. 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 At 24. Yes, dog. Yeah, we could tell. We could tell Connor Williams. Hey, guy. It's been good, but see ya. Yeah, he's uh I think Connor I think Williams, Williams is gone anyway. Gone anyway, anyway yeah, yeah. yeah. He, his yeah. contract is up, man. Gone. I think they're yeah. gonna let him go. Most penalized uh, uh O line that we had the O lineman that we had this year, so in the league uh, also. Yeah. So yeah, he's I think he's uh, I think he he basically dug a grave and covered his own self up. Yeah. But you see Two that, more. that right there though, yeah, man. But but right uh-huh. there real quick. That that's why I come back to Tyler Linderbaum, man, because the more I look at it, the more I think this. When I looked at this offensive line and I look at a talent issue, that's not the issue. That wasn't the issue, okay? The talent part wasn't the issue. It was chemistry. It was, it was uh, the, the, the anchor foot. It was different little minute things that it takes to have a really competent center to get your ass in line with. And yeah. I really think that would help this line out more than anything. But go ahead. Yeah. Uh, how about Trevor Penning, tackle out of North Iowa? I don't know um, as much. Trevor Penny, I think is uh, I think he's a little, a little on the smaller range, if I'm mm-hmm. not mistaken, or that might have been that might have been Tyler, uh, Lindenbaum. But I, I heard one of those guys. I heard both names, and I think one of them is on the smaller side, but is really mm-hmm. moves really well. So I, I'm not yeah. too sure. There was I, an I idea say- too. Um, there was an idea with somebody. Somebody threw out to move. Mike at a full-time BN, and to go get Hassan Reddick. Mm. Give up okay. some draft picks to go get Hassan Reddick as your full-time go smack the shit out of everything linebacker. Yeah. Okay, yeah. now the last one. Uh, another guy off of Georgia uh, defense, Trayvon Walker. 6'5", 275. He could actually play the, the tackle or the end, which would help replace Gregory or Watkins if we don't resign him. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm with it, man. I'm with it, man. You can't, you can't ever be lineman in this draft. Yeah, and, yep, he Whoa. is. And you can't, you can't go wrong, man. You can't, you can't ever go wrong. Sure enough, that that D line, that front seven, man. I like it. Yeah. Let's go. Well, that was the first installment of yeah, sure or nah. Well, you know, mm-hmm. you know that last one you said, man. With that word, that name that I've heard around, because there's no Miles Garrett. There's no. No uh, defensive end, no Joey Bosa. There's no for sure defensive end no. that will be in the top of this class. So what no. they're stating is, I mean, you got that guy from LSU. I'm drawing a, a blank on his name right now. What is it? Uh, defensive end. Uh, we were looking at him last year. I, I forgot his name. But that guy or Trayvon Walker, they were looking at as being one of the top edge rushers in this draft. And you could either get him, you know, in the top 15 or like that in the top, in, in, on the back end. But I also heard that Tyler Lindenbaum in, in Daniel Jeremiah's latest draft he went at 26. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, so I hate to always come back to that, man. But, man, I really think that would help two or three different aspects of this offense. Help Dak yes, to, to, to identify some things that he needs to identify pre-snap, which would help with some of these things that they're talking about, Tony giving him tutoring about. And it yeah. would help the line itself. It would help to get the chemistry down. And, oh, I don't know, maybe we should have a fucking leader on this line because it doesn't seem mm-hmm. like there's one right now. Yep, absolutely, absolutely. Another guy, man, though, uh, for defensive line that I really – I don't know if he'll fall at 24, but if he's, if he's there, DeMarvin Leal, man. Defensive tackle um, from, yeah. from A&M, dude. This, from dude, A&M. It, this dude Rex, reeks or Rex. 
whatever you want to say. He does both. both. Yes, dog. <laughs> but this dude is the hey, dude. He moves. He is the number one ranked defensive tackle uh, prospect. He's uh, a beast. I don't. I don't yeah. see any chance he gets even out of the top ten. To be honest, is he a penetrating defensive tackle, or is he one of them big ass, you know, trash cans full of dirt defensive tackle? Penetrating, dude. <laughs> penetrating. Okay. Trash well, cans you know what, dog? Hey, you know what though, big bro, dog? Like, because I always look at that, right? And you and yeah. I both look at the one tech and the three tech, and we want to get somebody to go up. He's not the golden cock. <laughs> no, but you Ooh. know what though, dog? Do you know at twenty four, I'd be willing to give up my center dream for a, a three. 350-pound concrete slab of fucking trash can, okay? Mm. Just to take up some fucking blocks and to help mm. with this run game because it sucks dick, all right? Our run <laughs> defense is garbage. And if we could get – I thought that, that that's what Bohana was going to do this season. But I was just going to say. Field, guys. I was just going to so, say, yeah. So, But the thing is you can't just be 350, right? And we talked about Bohana as being kind of a, a dancing bear. He had good feet. But there was obviously something he couldn't do. So maybe on the back end of the first round, we can get that 350-pound dude who can take up two blocks and allow our linebackers to stay free as shit and go hit somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are facts, man. Man, I'll facts. be happy as hell if Dean or Linderbaum fall to us at 24. And like I said, I don't think it's a stretch because I looked at five or six mocks. Dean was there at 24 in, in two of them. Linderbaum was there at three of them. So it's not like it's not like we got to hope and pray these guys fall. I mean, these guys are predicted to fall in that late first. Man, you know what the fucked up thing about, about it is, though, is Dean – is uh is is a prototype for Quinn. So wherever Quinn lands as a head coach, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Being a defensive mind, if he has a pick before twenty four, look out, man, because there's a see, possibility that, Dean is coming off. See, that's the thing that people don't understand. Big Row and, and the rest, they they, they want to say that we're overreacting right now, coming back on talking boys with the boys, or just jumping on and analyzing everything. And you guys do know that the coaching staff needs to be solidified before you even talk draft. That's oh, yeah. right. Because, mm-hmm. like, like, like you just stated right there. I mean, what if we all have our, uh, you know, our dicks hard about some draft pick, and they bring in a D coordinator that's like, oh, that dude? Nah, I ain't even looking at that dude. He doesn't. Yeah, it. yeah. You know, Those are facts. so mm-hmm. that, that's what I mean. Like everybody starts going, well, what does it even matter right now? What? Hey, look, hey, it's okay. Your pussy's hurt. That went off. It's okay. <laughs> but we still want to talk about a few things, and there's a lot going on with the Cowboys right now. And the reason that the cowboy, the the coaches get talked about first, is because the ninja needs to get put in place before you give him his sword. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There you go. There These you are go. facts, man. These are facts. Well, fellas, we've been on for a hot-ass minute, man. Anything? Man. Yeah, man. We can go again, but uh, I think it's time well, for dinner. I got to cook. <laughs> yeah, and pretty much, yeah, I got to go to a parent-teacher. I know. I, I, was like, I was like, I knew you had to go somewhere here at, here in a little bit, man. But uh, yeah, yeah, you know me, dog. You get me talking and shit, I'm just going different directions, dog. Yeah, dog. Um, yeah. But well, with talking boys with the boys, just to make an announcement, I think this is primarily going to be the, the core right now. I mean, it looks like uh, – we got a a member that's going to take a bit of a long hiatus, possibly longer than that, and we'll see what happens from there. That's right, that's right. But yeah, man, everybody out there, thank you for rocking with talking boys with the boys. Ahala, yo, yes sir, yes sir. And hey, my All bad, right. guys. I fucking around and drank too much caffeine tonight. I 